to Nevada Speaks, a no BS podcast where we will talk about topics that are on the minds of the people of Nevada, to let our voices be heard above the noise that is currently out there, to be able to make a difference, keep our constitutional rights safe, and put Nevada back in the hands of the residents again. It is time. Today's podcast is the launch of Letting the People of Nevada Be Heard. Your hosts are Bonnie Taylor and Julie Shaw. Welcome to today's show. Well, hello there, Nevada. Welcome to the very first episode of Nevada Speaks. My name is Bonnie Taylor, and I am one of your hosts of Nevada Speaks, Um, Julie is our other host, and she will be speaking in just a moment, but here's just a little bit about me. I'm a mother of five and a grandmother of two. I am someone who loves this state, loves this country, and I'm concerned. I'm concerned about things that are kind of going on. I don't know if you've noticed But this state has changed a lot. It really has. I don't know if you have concerns, but I really am hoping that this becomes a place for you to speak, a place for your voice to be heard, a place where the topics that are on your mind are talked about. No more elephants in the room. I don't know if you've noticed, but and I'm going to be as polite as I can (laughs) when I say this, but our elected officials, well, they've kind of forgotten who put them there. Or maybe it's more like they have forgotten that they work for us. It's kind of like they have their own agenda sometimes. Am I the only one that feels that way? So Nevada Speaks is about the people of Nevada taking Nevada back and making sure that our elected officials know what we would like them to be doing. And that's what Nevada Speaks about. But I want to introduce you to my bestest friend here, and her name is Julie. Julie, what do you have to say? Hi, Bonnie. Um, how are you today? Great. Well, I'm a mom of two, and I have a grandchild, and I have been a resident of Nevada for about uh, five years now. And I absolutely love this state, and I really, I really feel like we have a lot of work to do in this state to make it a really, really great place to live. Um, there's a lot, you know, to a, a lot here that I really enjoy, um, and a lot of people enjoy. And I think that you're right. We have to we have to dig in and get involved in our uh, political, um, you know, our, our politics here in the state and uh, locally. And we need to remind our politicians who they work for. And yeah, 
we have a lot of issues that we need to clear up. And I think that this would be a great platform for people to voice their opinions and concerns. Yes, I agree. I agree. One of the things that's, um, seems to be a hot topic and perhaps, uh, maybe just a, a smaller, um, like the tip of the iceberg of this is, and you are hearing it all over the news right now, is um, the um, passport. Uh, yes. They, they call it a vaccine passport. Um, and people are talking about that. But, but what really concerns me is um, what, what will that do to right. our tourism? What will it do to the local people? And, and hear me clearly, Nevada, I am not for or against any sort of vaccine. That is your decision. And that's exactly how it should be. We should be able Absolutely. to decide. Yeah, we should be able to decide if you get a vaccine, don't get a vaccine. If you, you know, whatever it is, if you, whatever it is, what that's what freedom is. That's what our liberties are about is, is personal yes. freedom, personal medical freedom, first and foremost. And to be kind of held hostage by something like that really doesn't, um, it doesn't set right with me. <laughs> Does it set right with you, me Julie? Either. Yeah. No, it sure doesn't. I, I absolutely agree. We need to have the freedom to choose. I mean, you know, that's a, um, that's one of the uh, foundations of our country is, is freedom. And that includes medical freedom. And I am not for or against vaccines either. I, Actually, I believe that vaccines can be very useful, and uh, you know, I'm 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 concerned about the quality of this um, this current one. However, you know, that, that's it's up to each individual whether or not they want to receive it, and to actually mandate it and to have a passport really concerns me, and it concerns a lot of other people as well, and. And there's also going to be a lot of issues with, uh, you know, like you said, with it's, it's going to affect our industry here. Our, you know, tourism is our biggest industry here in uh, in Nevada, and it will affect it. And I mean, look, let me just give an example. If you're in a state uh, such as Florida, which has, you know, um, DeSantis has already decided that he is going to fight against this, and he's going to, um, you know, create laws that will prevent it from being mandated if you have people traveling in from other states where it isn't mandated and you come here well how is that even going to look you know does that mean that in order to visit um nevada or you know i i live in las vegas so and you know i just think like how is that going to affect our industry here our tourism industry so yeah i have a lot of concerns uh, not only with the quality of the vaccine, but just, you know, just how it's going to affect our society in general and, and the ability to move about freely. Exactly, exactly. And it it kind of all, like, rolls up to who our state legislatures are, legislators, um, our attorney general, and then ultimately the governor. And and that all kind of goes and speaks to 
voter integrity at this point. I don't know about you, but I I will tell you, I was a little bit shocked um, at our voter integrity in this state. Um, right. I mean, just simple things like clean up the voter roll registrations, the voter rolls. I, that to me is is the minimal that could be done. I agree. That seems like a pretty it seems like it would be a pretty easy um, thing to fix. And, and I don't really understand why it can, it seems to be a continuous problem. Uh, you know, I know we're not the only state that has this issue, but you know, this is, this is an issue in our state. And um, you know, I, I'm actually looking at the headline of an article from uh, a few years ago. Uh, this was dated February 9th, uh, twenty. 17 and it was from the Nevada independent and uh, the headline is no evidence of illegal votes, but voter registration fraud bigger than people realize. So this was in 2017, (laughs) you know, this is a big, you know, (laughs) something's wrong. So we need to fix it. And it obviously has not been fixed yet because we're, we have this issue you know, with the, with the last election. And I don't believe the last election was the only election that was affected. I believe the state's back many, you know, many years. So, um, but yeah. And, uh, you know, I also, I I know you and I were talking earlier about how this, uh, vaccine passport is a really scary topic. It's a very big issue for people. It does infringe on people's rights and, um, it does go against many different laws but the other thing that you brought up, and I thought that was a great point, is that we need to make sure that it's not a distraction from cleaning up this voter mess. Exactly. Exactly. Because sometimes that's it feels like that is what happens. I mean, we get distracted by so many things, and especially right now. I mean, it, truly, right. the media can throw a wrench into anything anytime they want, which is truly why, hey, Nevada, if you're listening, we are the news. Right. We are the people that live here, that are on the ground, that see what's going on. We are the news, not not Channel 13 or Channel 8 or not Fox, not MSN, not CNN. We, we the people are the news. This is our life. Exactly. And we can't, we can't get distracted from the things that really, really matter. Absolutely. Yeah. So when it comes to um, the hot topics here, (laughs) I would say voter integrity is a big one. Um, Right. Because that will lead to whether or not other things happen in the state. For instance, concealed weapon carry. Exactly. Another big topic in this state. Um, You know, just simple, simple things that people maybe don't have a place to talk about. That's what this podcast is for, where we can kind of dive into those topics. Um, another topic that probably most people, uh, may be aware of is, um, the money that was collected for the victims 
of 10-1. Right. Yeah, I know that's been an issue that's uh, been unresolved. I, I have a lot a, of people voice concerns about it. Right. I have, I have a question for anyone who's listening. If you know where that money went or didn't go, I'd love to hear from you. Like, where? what's up with that? That was a lot of money. <laughs> you know, speaking of hearing from people, um, I know you're going to mention the email address at the end of the show, but um, wh- why don't you go ahead and mention it now as well, the uh, email address people can write into. Yes, um, we have an email of address. It is nv, for Nevada, nvspeaks21 at gmail.com. nvspeaks21 at gmail.com? Exactly. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, if anybody has any questions, concerns, or comments about what we're speaking about or anything you want us to speak about, um, you know, make sure and uh, submit your comments into that email and we will get back to you as soon as we can. Yes, um, that and we also have a Telegram channel for um, people who really do want to see this, this state um, go back to the hands of the people and not be run by what, seriously, I'm going to be very kind here, feels like a dictator. Uh, and yeah, I'm being, it does. And I'm, I'm being kind. I am being I, kind. <laughs> I agree with you. And I know a lot of other people feel that way too. Um, you know, it's, uh, this past year has really, this past year has been a period of time where people have really showed you know, just how much power they're willing to, you know, use. And, and, and I never, you know, body, I would have never thought, you know, all the years prior, I would have never thought that one person or two people could mandate so much and and control our lives in the ways that we've been controlled. I mean, I, you know, I've never, I, I only agreed with the lockdowns for the first two weeks. And after that, I was done. You know, I, I felt like, you know, it, there was, uh, I felt like there was something, you know, I, I felt like there were other things that we could have done to mitigate the damage besides destroying small businesses and people's lives. I mean, that I just didn't agree with that. I, I, I always felt like there were many other approaches that could have been taken Besides, you know, just locking people up in their homes. That's tyrannical. I don't even understand how this all happened. I look back on this past year and I'm just, I, my, I still, I'm just, my head is spinning from it. I don't even understand how this was even allowed to happen. And, uh, you know, I, I do believe a lot of it has to do with the, uh, you know, you had, you had a very, um, small group of people who were basically in charge and you know the fear was so great that it, it allowed for these people to you know hold power over everybody else and you know um, and then it was in the midst of a heated and uh, you know uh, you know just the election from last year and and the months leading up you know was a very heated time as it you know to begin with and then um so it just I felt like we were just fighting one thing after another and you know but the the 
the amount of control that our politicians have, you know, um, used. Yeah. It's just, it blows my mind. It really does. And it should never happen again. I want to, one of the things that I really want to make sure if I do nothing else for the rest of my life, I want to, I want to do what I can to make sure that we never ever see another power grab like we saw last year. Cause that was unacceptable. It tore a lot of people's lives apart and it just, it, it doesn't, it didn't need to happen. There were other ways we could have handled this. And so I think that, you know, we need to clean up our, our um, election system really bad so that we can get politicians in there. Um, or, or I should say, you know, I really don't even like using the word politicians because I think we really need to just get good people, good citizens in there taking turns, you know, um, representing our voices. We don't need people who are in there for power grabs. It is not a position of power. It is a position of representation for the people that you live near. That is it. You are not going, you are not supposed to go into office to become a dictator. That is not how our country was set up. But if people aren't careful, that's how we're going to end up. So I want to make sure that we get this election um, system cleaned up. And, you know, I understand what, you know, I, and I fully agree with you. I think that this COVID passport is a very big issue. I, you know, I'm not, I don't like it at all, but I agree with you. I think you made a really good point. I think that the passport is becoming a distraction from this, uh, you know, from the election issues and, you know, our voter rolls need to be cleaned up and we need to find out, you know, how we can fix, um, we need to go back to paper ballots. You know, we, the, we don't, I, I think technology is great, but this is one area where I think we should never use technology. I think we need paper ballots, do it the old fashioned way, do it on voting day. And that's it. Exactly. I, you're just, you're, you're, you're preaching to the choir when you're talking to me about this stuff. Seriously. Um, the, the corruption, and that's probably going to annoy a few people, but that's, I'm not, that's another thing. I, I'm not here to make a bunch of friends. <laughs> I'm here to allow the people of Nevada to really be able to say what's on their minds and, and to talk on these topics. But the literal corruption of power grabbing and dictating, and there is no way, no way one person should ever have that much power. Never. Yeah. And what was interesting is you said that you, after the first two weeks of the lockdown, like you were done, I was too. I was out going to the store and doing my thing. And <laughs> I mean, I'm like, what is this about? What right. is this about? And I actually went down on the strip when it was completely shut. And, um, and I, I went down there with a photographer. We were doing a photo shoot and we were both like, you could have walked down the middle of the strip. I mean, there was like wow. maybe three cars that went by the whole time. Families on bicycles. And I mean, it was just, it was like we had walked into some sort of twilight zone. Like a postal. A, yes. A, a and, it, and it's funny. I mean, if, if. You know, if you're a resident here, you don't go bebopping down the strip all the time. You, we just don't, right? Right. But 
We also know that that vibe that comes off the strip has always been what what keeps this state running. Right. It's, you know? it's our, that it, is our industry here. That's our part. industry. And to see it completely, I mean, literally, there were chains and padlocks on the doors of casinos uh-huh. and hotels. I'm like, what oh is this? That must have been incredible to see. I didn't, I actually did not go down there because I didn't want to, I, I just, I had, I saw a video on YouTube that somebody had posted and it was so eerie. And, you know, they just drove down the strip as a very well put together video. And I, I just, I, I looked at it and I'm like, I can't bring myself to do it. My husband actually went down there, um, but I couldn't bring myself to go down there until around May. Um, I was just, it was, it was too upsetting for me. I, mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. I didn't want to mm-hmm. see it like that. Um, and you know that, yeah, that it, it is, you're right. It, it takes the vibe away from, from the city itself. And, you know, and I'm sure, um, you know, I wonder I, now that I think about it, I wonder how it, how it looked up in um, other places like Reno. Um, exactly. I wonder the same thing. I'd really like to, you know, get, you know, get other people's perspectives. Yeah, um, Reno, if you're listening, um, contact us. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to, you know, get other, get other parts of the state, you know, involved in this conversation. Um, I know... You know, I, I kind of feel bad because sometimes I feel like a lot of a lot of times when people are discussing Nevada, a lot of the other part, parts of the state get left out of the conversation. And so, um, you know, I know that the majority of people, you know, live here in this area, but, um, you know, there are other pe- there are other parts of this state. Um, this is yeah, yeah, this is a big state. It's a gorgeous state. It sure is. People don't realize that, you know, and you're right. People think of Nevada and they probably immediately think of, you know, Reno. I'm not Reno, Vegas. Or they might think of like Tahoe, um, maybe Reno. I mean, but most people, when you think Nevada, you think of Vegas. But this state is is huge and it's gorgeous. And so I really want to hear from people all over the state. We need to hear from you. Um there's one thing that you had mentioned that uh, I wanted to kind of go back to, and that was um, the difference between a politician and someone who is really there to represent us. Right. There's a huge, huge difference. And if people don't realize that, that's a problem right there. Mm-hmm. And I... I am not, um, I am not a fan of career politicians. There, I said it. If you're a career politician and you're listening, I am so sorry. <laughs> Have a backup <laughs> career, dude, because you might need it. I, yeah. I'm just not a fan of career politicians. I think that there is so much that the average person can offer. Right. The average person can offer so much. And if you really go back in our history, in the in this history of the U.S., that's what this was intended to do. Right. You know, um, public offices weren't, weren't supposed to be 
permanent careers. They just weren't. And so, you know, when it, when we're looking at this voter integrity, um, it leaves out the person that probably would make an amazing attorney general or an amazing governor or an amazing senator or, uh, or representative. It leaves them out. Right. Just because they're not career. And that's not right. That's totally wrong. Oh, I'm sorry. Go Um, ahead. No, I I was just going to say, I, you know, I want to see, I want to see my clerk down the, you know, down at the grocery store running for office. I want to see people, you know, who who are, you know, uh, my mail carriers or the people picking up my trash, you know, just everyday people that we interact with all the time. I want to see, these are the people that I want to see in office. I don't want to see, I'm tired of the career politicians that you're, you're absolutely right. Our, our country was not founded to then have these career politicians. It was so that we could represent ourselves and, and govern ourselves. And by having career politicians, that is completely taken away from everything that our country was built on. Yes, totally agree. Totally agree. I would love to see, um, you know, I mean, 2022 is going to be a game changer in a lot of ways. Uh, If we can clean up our voter rolls and and bring back voter integrity, 2022, the average person can run for an office that they're passionate about and have just as much as a shot at winning is is the career politician. And, and that's another thing, you know, I mean, when you think of the career politicians, it all comes down to money, doesn't it? It does. It's always about money and it's about the corporations that fund them. And that's, that's pretty much where it stops. And it ha- that has to stop. We need to, we need to rework the system and, and make it so that everyone, you know, who is capable of running for office. I mean, you need to be, you know, you need to be intelligent enough and, um, uh, you know, you you need to have certain qualifications to be able to hold office. I mean, you know, and that's completely understandable, you know, but um, I, I don't want it to be that the qualifications are, you have had, you know, you have so much money backed by, you know, such and such group. That's not a qualification to me, you know, we just need intelligent people in there who can think on their toes, really, you know, really fast and and get things done and do things the right way and ask the people they rep- represent what they want done. I mean, if I were in the position, I honestly would just have um, a social media page dedicated to issues on hand every single day and you know let people know, hey, go over here and let me know what you think. Vote, you know, and I, I would do that on a regular basis. Um, you know, this, uh, you know, the way we have things set up right now, it's just, you can voice your opinion and people need to. And that's another thing. People really, really need to start getting more active in their communities because really at the end of the day, a lot of this is our fault. Um, it is. It, we really have to get back, you know, we have to snap out of it and get, you know, get into the game. Um, you can't play the game if you're, you're you know, if you're not willing to be a player. So, you know, um, one thing I wanted to mention really quick, uh, just because I'm looking at it on my computer, is, you know, if you want to 
get involved in, in uh, looking at our voter rolls and, um, you know, you can actually you can actually do this yourself by going to the Secretary of State website and um, you can actually re request these documents and you can actually look to, you know, to see uh, who should and should not be on there. Um, I don't know the entire process, um, but I'm actually going to look at it myself. But it is uh, NV for Nevada, NVSOS.gov. We'll put and, that in. We'll put that in the description, so people yeah, can can go there themselves. Absolutely. So get involved. You know, start looking at your your uh, you know the your list of voters and you know start contacting these people and and demand that they change this before we lose it all because we are on a, a cliff of some sort. I mean, we really are. Our our entire country is. Um, our state is in serious jeopardy right now and we really need to get involved immediately you know get to know who your um you know all of your representatives all your state um and, and really focus on your state and your cities right now um you know get involved at the in the meetings um there's just a lot that can be done uh you know for every time you are on social media posting about something that you don't like um, you should have an equal reaction, you know, go, go on to go, get onto your email and, and just write your, your representatives a letter. Um, there's, there's just an endless amount of issues that come up all the time that you could voice your opinion about. Um, so just start doing something, start instead of, you know, complaining and, and being upset. And I can understand that, you know, that our whole country is going through, um, you know, and like our country is going through a change right now. And, and so I understand that there's a lot of frustration, but take that frustration, use it proactively and get involved with your representatives and make them do their job. Exactly. Exactly. Um, starting at a city level, um, local representatives, um, your county commissioner, all of that. I mean, all of that information is out there. We'll put as many links as we can in the description so that you can just go there. But I would really encourage everyone to, um, it's okay to complain. Hey, I've been there myself. Right. But at a certain point in time, you got to remember the buck actually stops with us. Right. We are not only the news, we are the solution. Exactly. There's no cavalry coming, you guys. We're the solution. Yep. And if we continue to allow our elected officials to run rickshaw over us, that's our fault. Exactly. Um, the other, um, you know, I, we're kind of, we're going to kind of wrap this up a little bit, um, Julie, but, you know, some of the topics that we, you know, the voter integrity for sure is one of them. Our schools. Oh, is another goodness. hot topic for me. Me too. Oh my gosh. You guys, we should have the best schools in the country. I could talk about that for the next five hours. Okay. <laughs> then we'll keep that for <laughs> another <me> topic <laughs> because that one is, are you kidding me? I, I feel for every parent out there at this point, but the schools and little 
issues like I know there are a lot of people who never got their um, pandemic relief money. Right. Or their unemployment or whatever, Dieters or whatever that. Yeah. That, no, you're they right. Never, the they never got it. So like yep. what, what happened to the $88 billion last year, people? I don't know. Someone go Google that. Someone look that up. I'd love to know what happened to that. And I'd love to see a copy of our state's budget. More topics to come, right? Right. <laughs> we, we have, have a lot, lot of, to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. But I thank you guys for tuning in to this very first maiden voyage here. Um, <laughs> and there will be more. And we want to hear from you. So don't forget to comment. Um, if you are um, listening to this on YouTube, hit the subscribe and, um, and the like. And whatever platform you're listening to this on, um, hit the subscribe button there and we will be back with more info. Um, Nevada gets a chance to speak and we're going to use our voices. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you everybody for listening. Thank you. Thank you for joining Nevada Speaks. Please share with your friends and family. If you are listening on YouTube, please don't forget to hit the like button and subscribe. Subscribe on whatever platform you happen to be listening on, and then feel free to comment or email us at nvspeaks21 at gmail.com. nvspeaks21 at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you.